Welcome to The Redesign, the podcast in which we create the very best versions of everyday things. I'm Tom. I will be, and perhaps was, and probably am, Eric. Before commencing on our new project, how do we do last time, or perhaps next time, with Chocolates 2.0? Well, let me just play this for you. So we've talked before about uh, traveling and, you know, enjoying the place you're in to its fullest and and capturing those special moments with a garbage can mounted on a golden retriever. But what we really haven't talked about a lot is uh, having a pied-à-terre when you're not at home. A what? It's French. A, a, a foot of ground? Correct. So today's project is Hotel 2.0. Do tell. You know, I mean, we've we've really reinvented the luggage industry and the camera industry, which are typically the two things that I think about when traveling. But we haven't thought a lot about the staying in a a place that is not your own home industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As with with all of our projects, I think you know we we don't want to settle for the status quo. There's there's so much we can do to to revitalize the hotel space that I think we can, we can bring our unique brand of uh, creativity and, you know, inject some much needed uh, 2.0 thinking. This is going to be, wait for it. Sweet. I really, I really thought you were going to make a pun and then I did. Hmm. What did that was that was that was what it was? Okay, it's like a hotel suite. Oh, okay. Wow, we're leaving this in the podcast. Yes, you get to experience how the sausage is made, listeners. <laughs> uh, maybe it's an outtake reel. Anyway, we'll see. Continue. One of the things that I don't like about hotels is that typically you you check in and then immediately have to take an elevator to your room. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just very discourteous. Like, I walked in on the ground floor. Don't make me go to another floor. Like, that's <laughs> right. rude. That's so much work, yeah. What I think we could do is, in fact, have the rooms themselves be on some kind of vertical conveyor belt. Uh-huh. So I can just walk into it while still on the ground floor, but they can cycle the rooms in a- like- as they need them. We did explore the pattern noster concept uh, mm-hmm. in in a different uh, different you know context, but that that would definitely be good. Uh, we could we could go a step further and have uh, have each one just be a vehicle. Not only is it like the place where you sleep and stay and and leave your stuff, but it also takes you to where you're going. Mm-hmm. And then just like when when you when you're coming back, it's like it's like your own personal uh, shuttle room. And so it, 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 it would pick you up. No, see, you know, not only that, it would, see, this is going all the way. It's like you plan a trip, and when it's time to go on your trip, your hotel room comes and picks you up. Love it. And then it just flies over to wherever you're going and then assembles itself back into the hotel building. Yep. It's, it's pretty convenient. Well, this has, been this, this has been the redesign. <laughs> okay. 
Um, yes, I think that's very good because the thing that I don't like about uh, going to other places is obviously the traveling part. And if the hotel comes to me, mm-hmm. solved. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's a whole like uh, I was thinking about a, a whole role reversal thing um, where whereas this this might apply, but is not limited to uh, Soviet Russia. Um, perhaps the hotel could book you. For you know, you have you have free time, and and depending on the 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 realities of supply and demand, maybe maybe the hotels just really want um, people to stay in them, and so you you get you get an email, mm-hmm. uh, you get solicited by the hotel to like be like come come stay in me, uh, and and you the, it pays you for your time. I love that. Yeah. And so you're just like having a vacation and making money at the same time. Let me take this even perhaps one step further in that perhaps just going to the hotel and being, you know, in that environment is in fact the vacation. Whoa. And I I say this because, you know, the the typical hotel in-room entertainment is, you know, like a, a TV that somehow always playing like Bangkok dangerous or some, 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 some terrible Nicolas Cage vehicle. (laughs) But I think we could, we could step this up a notch like, what if you became Bangkok dangerous? Whoa. And like all of the rooms in the hotel were connected in some kind of VR experience. Hey, Hey, just sliding the technology in there last second. Yeah. In this idea. Oh boy. So, uh, so, so, um, your would it be like it would be like a multiplayer mm-hmm. experience where you're just hooked up uh, to, I guess, everyone else in the hotel. Correct. Yeah, and this yeah. is why certain hotels would be more popular or not, and that's why they're soliciting you because the the experience they can offer is just, you know, so much more heady and fulfilling than like going to some dumb island somewhere or something. Yes. Yes. And so like it's it's sort of like the most dangerous game except, you know, in VR or or like Westworld, I guess. Mhm. This is like an experiential did, did we just invent Westworld? I think we did. Damn it. Okay. But No, we shit, we just invented Westworld. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Okay. One of the things that I'm concerned with uh always when I'm staying at a hotel just to move away from from the VR experience for a for a hot minute is the access to my room because I always feel like I'm going to lose the the key card or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, certainly I I think what we'll see in the near term future is is maybe hotels that have some kind of uh biometric entrance. Mhm. Um but what I'm thinking is what if we take another cue from another piece of socially relevant fiction which is the alien resurrection breath decoder? And wow. so, you know, in which uh, Dan Hedaya breathes on a door lock to to open it. That's funny. I saw that movie, but I, I, I don't remember that. That is the only thing I remember about wow. that movie. Wow, okay. And so in in Hotel 2.0, your hotel room is unlocked based on your best Dan Hedaya impression. Right, right. And, and, that, and that would be like what? I mean, I can't. I can't do it right you... now. I need to prepare myself. Okay. Um, so you're breathing into this thing. Uh, it could also tell you if you've been drinking. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, this is the thing. You're not breathing into the thing. You're oh. doing, you're doing a celebrity impression to unlock the door. Oh, 
Oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, great. Yes. So you're doing you're doing the impression of a a person portraying a character in a sci-fi film, mm-hmm. and that is the biometric thing. Correct. And the and the thing that the the actor portraying a sci-fi character in the film is doing is breathing into a thing, um, but because that's like a fictional character doing a, a fake thing you and like three levels removed um you don't actually have to breathe into the thing that 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 is entirely correct okay got it got it perfect that's that's great Mm -hmm. um wouldn't wouldn't that introduce some kind of um i'm worried about the social aspects of this and and like excluding um people who are not as good at impressions uh, from these hotels, but maybe that's the like you know it's geared towards more uh, extroverted uh, actor like people uh, in order to maintain the the quality bar of the VR experience, the social experience. I mean, I think you'd have to do some calibration exercises uh, when the hotel room came to pick you up. Sure, it's just like do your best impression of these extremely hard to impersonate celebrities. Mm-hmm. So it would it would get you to do like, um, you know, like a Christopher Walken, right? And uh, oh, and so then, it's not it's not so much like the quality of the impression; it's your your version of it that is like uh, unreproducible by anyone else. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That's much more uh, inclusive. Yeah, I'm trying to be very uh, egalitarian here. You I might say I, it's all inclusive. You might say that. So once you're in the room, I mean, aside from the the VR uh, apparatus that you enter into, there's there are certainly other aspects to hotel rooms that I think we could improve, and one of them is the whole sort of uh, mini bar slash room service situation. I've never really, I think I've done that like a no, I've never done room service. That's that's something I've never done in my life. Me you should do that, right? Yeah. And like maybe once in my life, I've had something from the mini bar. Yeah, and, exactly. Which seems crazy. And it was like a it was like a bad chocolate or something. Yeah, mine was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll definitely enjoy this eight dollar bag of Garbo pretzels or whatever. <laughs> and I think that's like that's just a, a a social experience that a lot of us are missing out on. Is like, give me some, you know, nuts. Yeah, give me some some extremely expensive toilet nuts and like just (laughs) toilet nuts nuts you know lovingly crafted inside the the porcelain bowl of a of a toilet of a clean one certainly like a like a you know food grade toilet i think food grade toilet might be the best thing we've ever (laughs) said on this show perhaps i mean it would have to be so clean you could eat off it yeah but you know i think what what this experience is missing is the inclusivity that we're trying to craft here is that this isn't about extremely accurate celebrity impressions or extremely pricey and non-attainable mini right. bar accoutrement it's it's like how can how can we open this up how can we make this a fun time for everybody and i think part of that is uh making the mini bar just more accessible mm-hmm. and so what if all you know, all the same kind of snacks, the same kinds of like little bottles of hooch or whatever, but just it's free. It's just included in the room. But there's some kind of like penalty in the VR world. Oh, 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 oh. like you have less money in the VR world. 
I mean, maybe, or like, you know, your, your, uh, equipment drops are like less frequent or something. Right. Right. Got it. Got it. Your stats are, you you have a slight nerf. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially against, um, pretzel based enemies Mm -hmm. or maybe, or maybe as a buff only to pretzel based enemies because you've, you know, consumed a little bit of them. And I mean this, and maybe this becomes part of the, the greatest game in that you have to sort of like min max your own body before before going into the vr yeah because if you if you die of hunger in real life (laughs) you die of hunger in the game yeah it's sort of like a cool and fun inversion of of the usual trope yeah that's right yeah exactly if you die in real life you die in the game i mean we haven't really talked about the game itself and I think, you know, the, the fun part about this is that it could be a very discoverable experience in that, like, you go to, you you are, arrive at the hotel complex where all of the rooms uh, dock after picking you up. Yeah. And, um, you know, maybe it just seems like a, a typical tropical vacation kind of experience as, as you jack in and then, you know something goes terribly awry and you are called on to defend you know the island against whatever sure yeah some some pretzel based uh hell spawn or what have you smoke monster mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i like that I, I like the subversion aspect of this where you're like oh, i'm going on a peaceful vacation but in yeah. fact you need to like you know gear up and strap in and etc <laughs> etc cetera, et cetera. right exactly uh and, and you know pack snacks Mm-hmm. For real, your real self. Mm-hmm. It's it's the duality of this that I'm really in favor of. Is that yeah. you could like lay out a bunch of mini bar supplies around the VR pod, but you would eat them in real life. Right. But then you yeah. would also eat them in VR in, in the game. Yeah. So so um, how would you interact with people? What 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 are the circumstances un- under which you would interact with other? hotel guests because you're all kind of in the same situation i mean maybe um certain people will have gone multiple times i would assume that this whole thing is is would be rather expensive despite how you know uh democratized we're trying to make it uh or socialized we're trying to make it but um presumably like some people will have been there a number of times and would be kind of veterans but for a lot of them i i feel like the the whole wonder of being dropped into this situation um, it would fuel a lot of the social interactions between people is like, mm-hmm. Oh, what is this? What's going on? And it's like a big uh, kind of mystery. And then like there's awe and wonder and excitement in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I mean, there's, there's certainly an opportunity to uh, improve your, your practical skills within the game so like you know if you go multiple times you're just like oh yeah 360 no scope but the perhaps the scenario is randomized along a number of variables for every sort of stay yeah Uh, i i can i can only (laughs) i can only imagine like some guy who's been there like 50 times and is just like all right and here comes the dragon and it's just like (laughs) just one of those super super experts Mm-hmm. Uh, ruining the fun for everyone. Maybe there's a maybe there's a mind uh, a mind wipe uh, part of, aspect to this at the end. Mm-hmm. That's that's a good idea. So yeah. you know you had a good time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're not sure what it was. Just forget what the what the details were. I feel like that's my whole life. Got real real fast. Wow. Wow. Shit. Yeah. So while we're talking about 
you know the the room experience i feel like we've we've sort of not touched on like the disaster preparedness aspect that i always see in hotels like there's that little map on the back of your door it's like here's here's exactly how to exit uh in in case of fire Mm -hmm. and what i'm thinking of is you know we've already established that each room is basically a self-contained vehicle yes and so in case of emergency what if each room just like you know does sort of a a a jet style rocket chair evacuation like like an eject yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yep uh, that would be that would be the natural uh thing to do it it'd be kind of i wonder i wonder if that that might be a little dangerous i mean it would be dangerous but you're obviously you know like it's a risk that you take um in the face of even greater danger so i mean a little bit you know i think this is this is technology that's been pretty broadly tested in terms sure. of of its uh, you know like military applications and yeah, so on that's true that's so true. in in a more civilian slash vr environment i'm not I'm not concerned about that. I think it's more just like, what are the scenarios? You know, like we don't want someone getting too excited about fighting off some kind of pretzel demon and and like and setting they, off the thing. They they you know pull the the ripcord or whatever and like sure. get blasted out of yeah. their room. Yeah, um, I wonder if it's it's like those uh, sprinkler systems where if if movies have taught me anything, you have to uh, hold a, a lighter to them in order to set them off. Mm-hmm. so so that would be you know like unless unless the vr game has like a significant torch element to it maybe that's that's not great are you suggesting that the sprinkler system also extends into the vr environment yeah yeah well wouldn't it well, of course you we have to we have to like maintain the the illusion right hmm true so you you would have to um yeah like things things in in the vr world it would it would kind of be a mixed reality thing. It would be like a like an AR type thing. Okay. Sort of. Whereas like you you can't see you can't see what's around you in real life, but in the game world a lot of there's a lot of stuff sprinkled around that corresponds to the size and position and loca- and you know direction of the things around you. Mm-hmm. So you don't like have to worry about tripping over something cuz there's like a thing there. That's a great idea. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think this works really well if the setting of the of the game is in fact the hotel itself. Yeah, but you could you could I mean, creative, just get creative with it. It's like, oh, there's a rock that looks like a couch, <laughs> a vaguely, and it's covered in moss because that's why it's soft. Yep, sort of a couch shaped. Yeah, rock that you can sit on and chill. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and like, um, there's like a. I don't know. I'm trying to think of what a TV would be. It's not just some kind of a different kind of rock, or <laughs> yeah, a really smooth rock that emits light. Yeah, exactly. And then the fridge would be like a kind of hollow rock that opens, mm-hmm. and, and it's cold inside. And it's like really cold inside. Yeah, no, it's perfect. If I'm if I'm booking a vacation traditionally a vacation 1.0 right now mm-hmm. you know hotel 1.0 you know I know when it starts and ends and I think the the interesting psychological aspect of uh, hotel 2.0 is perhaps the hotel dictates when, when my experience starts and ends so even after I've left I'm like but maybe I'm still in the game oh my god um, it's like it's like hotel California of a, a venerable 
hotel um, of song the, where you where people check in, but they wait. Is that the song? That's that the song, is, right? That is yeah. the song. Yep. Yeah, and they don't they don't check out un, un, until you know, like maybe they just didn't wait long enough to to let the hotel actually let them out. For all we know, Hotel California is a song about a prototype of Hotel 2.0. It's true. Yeah, we we have to kind of squelch that. Mm-hmm. I think we'll have we'll have to buy up the rights to that song and then yes. destroy it. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's that's what I mean. So this idea of like, yeah, maybe um, I do love the idea of like um, like the the game, you know the the movie. Yeah, the the whole thing of the the whole paranoia of like going to a hotel 2.0 and then and then leaving and then just like having it just pop up in your life, um, these these random things and like maybe actors come uh, to you and and do these like really long form uh, performances where they kind of befriend you, um, become a part of your life, and then all of a sudden turn around and it's like oh we got to go get the dagger of um, wonder uh let's go and then you have to be like what yeah dagger of wonder just just, the best yeah great great fantasy naming so good it's so i mean maybe that ties directly into the marketing is that instead of of backing away from from the song we're just we just own it and it's like yeah it's hotel california 2.0 whoa think about that what would the theme song be (laughs) I mean, I think you know. <laughs> That'd be too on the nose. It would be. Maybe a bit it's, on the, the it's just that song, but backwards. Whoa, yeah. And so you're like, wow, this is a weird theme song. Like and, a, then, yeah, yeah. and then you know, people on the internet are like, oh my god, it's like an ARG kind yeah. of like puzzle solving people. Love it. Yeah. So, you know, We're, I I don't I don't think we can rely on sort of a a. a, a the the framework of an ARG to drive people to Hotel 2.0. Right. Um, we need a, a bit more of a traditional campaign, I think. But I do love the idea of building some groundswell, you know, in the same way that like uh, I Love Bees did for uh, Halo. Mm-hmm. I'm not just going to be like, do do exactly that. But there's there's something to like, you know. <laughs> I hate bees. <laughs> Whoa. Or I, I love Hotel 2.0. Whoa. <laughs> And then everyone's like, what? What is it? And then we're like, it's this, Hotel 2.0. <laughs> this is so good. And I think, you know, we can we can uh, infiltrate those those kind of forums to begin with to, to appeal to the kind of customer who already seeks out this experience or this type of experience. And, uh, and then they can rope in like friends and family as it becomes more sort of uh, socially acceptable. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, um, early adopters are always a very, very strong um, market to capture first, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then the, they, they just kind of like tell everybody else. So they're, they, they, um, that's a good strategy. I wonder if there's some kind of uh, incentive we can offer to the, 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 the early adopter crowd, like they get extra uh, mini bar buffs if they like pre-order Hotel 2.0. Or, or we just give them the ability to actually leave when they want i mean there's that's something or <laughs> or we th- or we make them think they have that yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of levels to this but like the or like a special 
you know, I'm kind of thinking about like pre-order bonuses right now, and like sure, they get yeah. like a special skin in the in the game of uh-huh. Hotel 2.0. That's like no one else has this. Yeah, exactly. No, that's that that's obviously a huge draw. Yeah, yeah, you look you look way better in the game than you do in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas most people would obviously just look like themselves, right? And maybe also the leaving thing, I guess. I guess, but it wouldn't actually be. Yeah, I mean, we can just, just say another it. How, layer. How would they know? Yeah. So, yeah, I guess we've we've sort of passed by Hotel California 2.0. I'm just thinking of other sort of, you know, uh, uh, hotel brands that are maybe top of mind for me. Like, uh, you know, on, on the... Middling Western? <laughs> let, me, let me hit you with this. Holiday Out. <laughs> oh, my. Um, yes. You know, it's 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 taking you out of the normal everyday uh, holiday that you're expecting into mm-hmm. a very sort of collaborative uh, shared experience with your fellow hotel uh, guests. Yeah, that's yeah the, the holiday out, and, and and you know it's like um, the room comes to you, and so it's just literally taking you out on a holiday. Mm-hmm. It works on a lot of levels. It it does. We did it. We did it. If there are things in your life that need to be redesigned, we want to hear about it. You can find us online at www.theredesign.design or on Twitter at TheRedesignCast. And you can also email us with your redesign ideas. We'd love to hear from you, and you can find the email link on our website. If you enjoyed this podcast, we would love it if you left a comment or star rating on iTunes, uh, which helps very much. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you next time. Uh